Hello, and welcome to our Yoga Hero Teachers podcast. This podcast has been designed to help yoga teachers teach with passion, avoid burnout, and earn a fair living. In this episode, we're highlighting some important considerations when you're deciding whether to offer a physical adjustment or not. When I first started teaching yoga, it felt like if somebody came to a class and they left having not been physically adjusted, that they'd had like half a yoga class. I can't remember exactly where that feeling came from, but a decade ago, physical adjustments did seem to be so much more common and much more an integral part of a yoga class than they are now. Since then, a lot has come up about the ethics of adjustments and how they've been chronically abused. So now, when talking about adjustments, we have to start the discussion with consent, which should have always been the way. So in this episode, we'll start at the beginning with consent. Then we'll look at some different reasons behind offering adjustments, identifying your intention behind giving your adjustments, how to get feedback, and building your confidence with adjustments. For total clarity, this episode does not include how to make the physical adjustments. In my humble opinion, this can only be taught face-to-face so that you can immediately practice what you learn, ideally on different bodies and different asanas, get honest feedback and shape your learning. If you're interested to learn about adjustments or to refresh your adjustments knowledge and confidence after the two years of social distancing, we have an adjustments weekend coming up on Saturday the 16th and Sunday the 17th of April at Yoga Hero, which is a complete introduction and refresher to offering adjustments, including how to get consent, how to read people, how to give the adjustment, and how to get feedback. Okay, let's get going. Consent. Getting consent is absolutely non-negotiable. The depth of inappropriate behaviour has highlighted how the discussion of consent has to be clear, open and before the physical adjustment takes place. (laughs) It sounds so obvious, doesn't it? This should have always been the case. I personally would recommend opt-in consent, meaning that someone is telling you that they do want adjustments rather than that they don't want adjustments. And I'd recommend this not being a hands up if you want adjustments at the beginning of your class. You may well forget who has said what and people might feel exposed and they might go with the majority just to not feel embarrassed. Of course, that depends on the person, the environment and your relationship with them. But to get consent that you're sure about, give people time to consider it and doing it before the class helps. I'd also recommend that whatever the yoga student does to indicate consent can be retracted in case they change their mind mid-class. And I'd also say make it really, really clear. I've been to a yoga studio before where they used beautiful stones, for example. Everyone was taking one as they checked into the class, so I did too, 
wondering if I'd need to show it to say I'd booked the class or to access the changing rooms or something. And lo and behold, I was adjusted in the first asana when I had my eyes closed. No one had explained that that was what the stone meant. They assumed I knew, but I didn't. Fortunately, I didn't mind, but that so easily could have been a really negative experience for someone. Lastly, in terms of consent, if you're feeling a bit under the weather or tired or if you have an injury and you'd prefer to not offer adjustments, it's best for them to have not been offered because then people who did want them will, of course, be disappointed. At Yoga Hero, we have cards on our reception desk that say, I'd like to be adjusted today. If someone would like adjustments, they can take a card and put it by their yoga mat and they can hide it at any time if they change their mind. And if any of our teachers don't want to offer adjustments in their class, we just take the cards off the desk so they can't be picked up. It seems to work really well for us. So in terms of action steps here, have a think about the different places that you teach and what measures those places or you will need to get in place to get opt-in consent. If you rent out a space, you might like to get your own cards printed up. Or if you teach in a studio, see what they've got in place and that it's clear to you. Reasons behind offering adjustments. In short, you'll likely offer adjustments to help someone find safer alignment or to help them deepen the pose. I would really, really stress here that offering adjustment to make someone's asana look more like what you'd expect or more like what you're used to is a huge red flag. Often we learn adjustments on a teacher training, of course, where our fellow trainees are <laughs> experienced yogis, probably strong and flexible and very connected to their body. You practice your adjustments on them and they look just like the asana from your yogi textbook but this doesn't translate to the general public. So many people who come to open level classes have tension, are disconnected from their bodies, and their deepest expression of a pose might look like your warm-up. So learning adjustments and deepening your confidence and experience comes with time and patience. Later, we'll talk about getting feedback. This is so important to check your assumptions about someone's body. This moves us on to... Identifying the intention behind your adjustment. If you've been to one of our adjustments weekends in the past, you'll know how we stress the importance of observing your students' bodies, how they move, observing how your instructions fall on people, observing your students' facial expressions and the colour of their faces. And all that's pretty straightforward, right? I'd also invite you to observe yourself. When you feel compelled to move towards someone to offer an adjustment, can you stop for a beat first and ask yourself, what's your intention behind the adjustment? Is it to make the asana more stable, more easeful, more challenging, more like the alignment that you're used to seeing, deeper? There's no right or wrong intention, but you must be aware of it in order to execute it. 
how to get feedback. You'll get feedback from your yoga student before, during and after the adjustment. This might be verbal, but it'll likely be non-verbal via facial expression, their breath, their body language or all three. As you approach the student, does anything change? Do they crane their neck to try and see what you're doing? Do they tense up? Do they relax? As you offer the adjustment, does the student hold their breath? Or can you see their breath deepen? Can you see tension appearing anywhere? As you complete the adjustment, what happens? Does the student pause or hold or rub anything indicating discomfort? Do they hold the alignment that you offered to them? Do they look zen or maybe confused? All this goes into the big box of learnings, which can give you feedback about your approach, the start, middle and completion of the adjustment and the immediate time after. It's common for a yoga teacher to say, mid-adjustment, how's that? Or something like that. But in my experience, most people are so polite that they won't say in the middle of a busy yoga studio, uh, that doesn't feel great, actually. They'll say, uh, it's fine, thanks. <laughs> so rather than saying, how is that? You could say, would you like more or less pressure? Or more or less intensity? Or... Do you think you could find this alignment on your own? To help to get feedback on the adjustment without them having to explicitly say it's not what they want. In an ideal world, after class, you'd approach anyone that you had any negative signals from to say, have you got a sec? I'd love to help you in your alignment for X asana that I adjusted you in earlier. Can I ask how the adjustment felt? And was it clear what I was trying to help you do? and then learn from their response. And getting feedback leads us directly into... Building your confidence with adjustments. Aside from teaching people who are pregnant from experience, I would say that offering physical adjustments is the part of teaching yoga that gives yoga teachers, especially new yoga teachers, the most fear. And in my humble opinion, this fear only goes away with experience and confidence. On our adjustments weekend, we practice, practice, practice common adjustments, get feedback, practice some more, integrate the feedback, practice some more with the aim of really instilling confidence and experience, which only come with (laughs) practice. To get experience outside of something like our adjustments weekend, you'll want to practice on willing people first. And I'd say you're looking for people, friends, family, yoga students, who you can trust to be really honest with you. There is no point practicing on people who will say, oh yeah, that felt fine, even if it didn't. There's nothing to be gained by you or them, and there's potentially a lot to be lost. Ask for feedback during and after the adjustment. How did it feel? Where did the person feel it? Could they find the alignment again on their own? Etc. So hopefully that's some useful food for thought on offering adjustments. It's worth saying here that with such a lot of negativity surrounding adjustments, it can feel easier to just not give them. But think back to any and all positive experiences you've had when being adjusted. 
Maybe it unlocked an asana for you. Maybe it just felt amazing. Maybe it helped you relax. And bear these positive experiences in mind. They'll keep you motivated as you're crafting your knowledge and experience. We'd love to know how you're finding these episodes and if they've been helpful. Please do let us know by emailing hello at yogahero.co.uk or sending a DM to at yogahero teachers on Instagram. And as always, happy teaching. <laughs>